on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings, presented by Annex Wealth Management and sponsored by Boucher Automotive. And the pitch by Miller is swinging a pop-up. And this one in shallow left. O'Neill is there, and he has that one. And this one is over. St. Louis 10, Milwaukee 2. Cardinals win again. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field with Jerry Augustine. Here's Matt Farley. That magic number ticker that I talked about yesterday, it's still stuck. I told Augie he had to go fix it, and I don't know what he was doing all day. He didn't go there fix all day. it. I can't get it to work. Oh, man. Welcome in to Brewers Extra Innings after a 10-2 loss for the Brewers against the Cardinals. The Brewers have lost the first three games of this series, what looked like almost a foregone conclusion, but there is no such thing in baseball, but what looked like almost a foregone conclusion that the Brewers would clinch the division against St. Louis Well, that's now not going to happen. The soonest they can clinch would be coming up on Friday as that magic number does remain three. They cannot clinch tomorrow in the series finale. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. there's, There's so many, like, feelings I have about what's going on right now because I still really believe in this Brewers club and I absolutely believe that they're going to get out of this offensive funk and they're going to get rolling uh, at some point again and I'd much rather see them in a funk now than say two weeks from now. Uh, I think the Cardinals are playing the best baseball of any team in baseball right now and they've got their eyes on the prize and they are hard to do anything against. Uh, Brett Anderson's put in a really tough situation having not pitched in a few weeks and just being thrown in uh, against the Cardinals. More than anything else, it just feels like this series just needs to kind of come to an end. It is. And, you know, you got look, look at a team, I know that everybody's saying that you're talking about the St. Louis Cardinals. They've won 11 in a row and that, you know, they're getting all the breaks and all these things. I think any time a team goes out and wins 11 in a row, they're just doing everything, every phase of the game very well. Against the Brewers, what do you have to do against the Brewers? What did they want to do against the Brewers? They wanted to score early. They wanted to get on, get on, get on the board early and then they wanted their pitching takeover. And what we've seen out of this 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 cardinal team that has been different from other series that we paid the played them is their pitching has been very good they've been able to locate they don't give in they haven't given given up a lot of runs their bullpen has been very good and they're just all dialed in they got all faces of the game playing really well and we're just seeing a team now that like you just said matt they're they're probably playing as good as anybody in the game of baseball there is a certain contingent of the brewers fan base that are trying to walk themselves off a cliff right now based off what's going on, worried about the Brewers falling all the way to a wild-card spot. Like, uh, let's, pu- let's all collectively pump the brakes on that one. The magic number is three. There's still a lot of baseball left. The Brewers are going. The Brewers are not going. The Brewers' wins and the Cardinals' losses are not going to be less than three when we get done with this with this season. It's just it's from a mathematical standpoint, it is just not going to happen. And if something crazy happens and it happens that way, come back at me and I'll be the first to admit that I'm wrong. But it's not like the Brewers are going to win this division. But it would feel nice if they could just do it sooner than later. Yeah, and we look at the first two. Games, what you know, you're talking about Freddie and you're talking about Woody last night. Two very well pitched games. You want those things to happen. I thought 
Both the guys threw the ball very well. I thought last night Woody was sensational, the way he used all his pitches. I really liked the way he used his changeup and his sinker last night, keeping ball. That's something that he's going to need to carry on into the postseason. And tonight was just the thing where, you, like you just said, Brett Anderson hasn't pitched in about two weeks. I think he went out there, and I think when you get in that position, you want to get out there and do so well, you take yourself out of your element, what you do very well. And what does Brett Anderson do really well? He throws a good sinking fastball away with a good changeup and a breaking ball that he'll get over first strike when he needs to. But he'll also pitch on that inside part of play with that cutter and that breaking ball, and he couldn't do that tonight. He's getting behind. I thought the home run that O'Neill hit in the first inning, I thought that was a, that was a pitch out of the strike zone above it, and O'Neill's just a strong guy, got the ball up. But that's not a pitch where theoretically that Brett Anderson wants to throw it. He wants to get that ball down, get it off the plate, let him hit it ball on the ground. So I think he got out of his element a little bit early in the game, and it really cost him. 855-616-1620, the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Let's grab our first phone call of the program. John is in Milwaukee. Hi, John. You're on WTMJ. Hey, Matt. Hey, Augie. Thanks for the call. Um, I've called in a couple times. I pride myself on, you know, bringing some some intellectual points to the conversation. I think a lot of emotion that comes in onto the show, which I always appreciate. But but tonight I'm just I'm fired up. Like I need I need some reassurance from you, Matt, that um, that we're going to be okay. Frankly, because I I've been you know I was there um, in 2011. Uh, it just the, losing to the Cardinals. Like it just it's it's it feels like. Um, yeah, it just feels like they've got our number. And, uh, you know, I just – I think that – I think that the momentum is a big thing going into the playoffs, and so I think that's what worries me the most. But, uh, yeah, I'd just be interested to hear uh, what you guys have to say um, because I'm, I'm sick of losing to the Cardinals, and uh, I don't want anything to do with them in the playoffs. Um, but I'm hoping, like you said at the beginning of the show, like we just – we turn a corner that this is just a rough spot and that we heated up for the playoffs. So thanks again for the call. You bet, John. Thanks you for the call. And, um, look, I can't tell you that they're going to for sure turn it back around before the end of the season. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a psychic. I feel like they probably will. They've had offensive lulls during the course of the season, and the lulls have tended to last like week, week and a half, something like that, and then they come out of it. You know, really, they, they scored all those runs against Cleveland. Then they got swept by Detroit, and they had to scratch across a couple wins against Chicago. And now this series is going on, so I think we can we can probably trace this funk back to the Detroit series that they're in right now. And I do think they're going to get out of it, but I also for. You know, I just said, don't be concerned about not winning the division. I'll stand by that. I don't think there's any reason to be concerned about that. I do think there's reason to at least kind of be keenly aware of where is there a spot for them to gain momentum back. Because this weekend against the Mets, that's a good spot to grab momentum. But then they go on the road, and they're going to face this Cardinals team again. What if the Cardinals are still fighting for their playoff lives, and then they face off against the Dodgers? What if the Dodgers are still in the middle of a battle for to win that NL West? I do think 
trying to find that launching pad into the postseason is something that's important? Well, I think there's a couple of things, and in, in that's a great call, John. I, I think a lot of fans are feeling like you are feeling right now. And I think you, when you talk about the momentum part of it, I think playing good, solid baseball in all three phases are extremely important. I thought the first inning we swung the bat pretty well. We hit some balls hard. If we got a, if we could have come back and scored a run there, got back in it, might have changed things around a little bit, and then the second inning just fell apart for Brett. But I think when you look at this this ball club, when you look at what happened in Detroit, I thought I thought Willie Peralta pitched a brilliant game against the Brewers, an old style pitcher that talks about sinking the fastball down, throwing a slider down, and using that split finger down his zone and showing up in his zone. I thought he really started pitched the game very well against us. I, it was just one of those things that happens. I think the Cardinals have pitched very well against us. I think their bullpen has pitched much better against us, and they're on a roll right now. And sometimes when you you get that you get that momentum you that John talked about, you get that momentum, and all of a sudden all the phases in the game start working. It's about getting breaks. Yes, you got to have a break or two to play that well, but at the same time you make your breaks. And right now, I think the Brewers have hit the ball hard at times, and but every pitch that they hit or put into play is right at somebody. I I don't worry about that. I think they're going to break out. I think they're going to go through a, uh, a series where they're going to really score a lot of runs. Hopefully it starts tomorrow. But I think when you look at the way the Cardinals have been playing, they've been playing so well, getting on the board early. If there's one thing that they wanted to do against the Brewers, they wanted to get the on the board early and allow their pitching to pitch with a pitch with a lead and I think that plays it big. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. That's the Yankee Net Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Tweet in at Matt Pauley on air. Lots of phone calls, lots of texts, lots of tweets to get to them. We'll continue to do that and break down this one today as the Brewers lose again. They've lost the first three and now the earliest they can clinch the division would be on Friday. And now that if they could win tomorrow, there's actually a possibility they could uh, clinch that division before they even play on Friday because uh, if they win tomorrow, the Brewers the magic number would go down to one. The um, the Cardinals then go to Chicago. They play a doubleheader on Friday. They'll play a day game and then a night game. Both are seven innings, so the Cardinals will have two opportunities to lose on Friday before the Brewers get done with their game. So it could be a back into the division type situation. We'll just see how that all ends up playing out. But we'll talk more about that in a moment. It's Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Swinging a fly ball, deep center. Back on it, Bader. Still back, warning track, wall gone. Avi Garcia, home run number 29. It's 8-2. to two. Tough night for the Brewers as they lose to the Cardinals. Final score, 10-2. Welcome back in. It's Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. I'm Matt Pauley, former Brewers pitcher Jerry Augustine here. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620, the Yankee Net Mortgage Talk and Text Line, or tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. Mike in Colorado texted in. He asked why Brett Anderson got the start tonight, and there's a lot of that even on social media that I th- saw throughout the, the course of the evening. He was not put in a great situation today because he has not pitched in a while since that San Francisco series uh, when he when he got hurt, and we've seen the we saw the Brewers do this with Freddie right. Peralta. We've seen him do it with a number of players. Yeah, they sent Tyrone Taylor on a rehab assignment at AAA, but for the most part, they haven't been using rehab assignments. They've just been letting guys come back, and that's a. 
there's a, there's culpability there for Anderson. Absolutely, he's the guy throwing the pitches. But at the same time, for him to have not pitched for so long and to put him out there and be facing off a team as hot as the Cardinals, this was going to be a really tough assignment for him tonight. Yeah, definitely. I, I think, Matt, you hit it right on the head. You, and you haven't pitched for that period of time, and you're the style of pitcher. It's a difference when you're a, a Freddie Peralta, Corbin, uh, Corbin Burns, uh, Woody, uh, Brendan Woodruff, where you got that good velocity that you can count on. But Britt's not that style of pitcher. He's a style of pitcher that needs to locate. He needs to own certain parts of the strike zone that he has to be dominant in. And I thought tonight, right from the beginning, from what I could see, is that he was not hitting his spots. And when you don't hit your spots, you're going to make mistakes, and you're going to make mistakes. And sometimes when you make those mistakes, even if they're not in that strike zone, it, you pay for it, and I think it did with him. I, I thought in the first inning, I, like I said earlier, the, the pitch to O'Neal was above the strike zone, yeah. but he's just so strong. That's not where, where Brett pitches well. You want to pitch above the strike zone there, you want to get the ball in and up out of the strike zone and get that other pitch down and away, get that ground ball. And I just think he wasn't in sync throwing the pitches that he is best at, and that's that good sinker and change up away, breaking ball in or half of the plate, a little bit of a cutter, and every once in a while that forcing fastball up and in. And I think he got away from that a little bit tonight and really cost him. John on the east side is giving us a call. Hey, John, you're on WTMJ. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, a lot of thoughts, probably like a lot of people tonight, but just to put one little uh, nugget of positivity into the mix, I think if you recall where we were at the start of the season and you thought, you know, you speculate as to where our offense is going to come, who's going to be our studs pitching and the like, this season has gone remarkably well. So it's tough to watch your team within three games of, or three, three wins and losses combined of clinching a division, get slapped around a couple games in a row. But I am still extremely optimistic with the postseason coming. I think it was Jerry who said it earlier. It's just, we got to get this to come to an end. Um, and get some of those hard-hit balls falling where people aren't. Win a couple series down the stretch and take some momentum into the playoffs, but I'm not worried at all. Yeah, John, appreciate it. I I think the offense comes around. I can't guarantee it. You know, when I when I was talking earlier about finding that jumping off point, I hope people didn't take that as me saying that I don't think it's going to come around. I do. I think it's going to come back, but I can't guarantee it. And you are still looking for that to happen. Hopefully, before the regular season comes to an end. In a perfect world, when they play the Cardinals again, the Cardinals already have the wild card wrapped up, so the games are kind of more equally yoked. I think this weekend against the Mets, that's that's going to be telling for me. Uh, I'm going to learn a lot more about this Brewers team when they play the Mets this weekend than they are against the Cardinals because the Cardinals are just borderline unbeatable at the moment. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'll take you, I'll reminisce back, I'll take you back to the 1982 season when we left Boston. We had a we had a three or four game uh, lead, and we had to go into Baltimore, and we had win one game in Baltimore. Friday night came out, we had got Mike Caldwell on the mound. We They just played really well against us. They, they out-hit us. They scored more runs. We had a doubleheader on Saturday. They won both our Friday night. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then and they won the doubleheader. Then we, then we won the next day, and it all came down to Sutton and Palmer. And all of a sudden, that Brewer Ball Club, just everything just changed. It was almost like they got a new life. And all of a sudden, that game became very important, and they wanted to get that little extra so we can get into the playoffs and not have that playoff game again the next day against Baltimore. And in that whole game, you could just see from Robin Young hitting the two home runs, from Ben Ogilvie making a diving catch, from from uh, from Don Sutton 
getting getting us into the fifth or sixth inning with that lead really paid a big di- difference in. And I think that's what this ball club is. Sometimes you get there and you just kind of you're you're just not you just don't have it right. You're just not playing really good baseball that you're capable of. I this is I think this team one of these days, and I hopefully it's tomorrow. They just jump out, play that good strong baseball game in all parts of the game and all aspects of the game. Come out with a big win and then go from there. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. It's the Yankee Net Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Brewers lose by a ten two score from the to the Cardinals. We're back with more in a moment on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. In the win column, swinging a fly ball, left center and deep, and St. Louis, as they have done and continue to do, on a two-run home run by Tyler O'Neill, lead this game 2-0 with one out in the opening inning. They are red hot, to say the least. Yeah, just like that, the Brewers are down. They were never able to come back. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. In fact, Joe and Bristol texting in. Matt, even with uh, knowing this series is not make or break, it's still hard to swallow. Let's get back to basics, score early, keep ahead of the hitters with the pitch count, and avoid playing catch-up. The Brewers just need to have a big first inning. You, you you alluded to that. Yeah, I think getting on that border, I think that coming in St. Louis, one, I, I really believe one of the goals was to get up early and now let you then go out and allow your pitchers to pitch their game. And they've done that in every in each of the games. They've been able, able to do it. Uh, tonight they got a, six runs early and it was a little bit easier on Nicholas but you know they 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 pitched well and I think this ball club just needs I think we've been alluding it to most of the night just go out and play a good solid baseball game and that starts with pitching and tomorrow it's going to be Adrian Hauser. Thomas uh, in River West has given us a call. Hey Thomas you're on WTMJ. Uh, hello gentlemen. Uh, what I got to say a little bit you know a few things that you've been saying tonight but what I got to say is this um, you know, I'm a little bit afraid. I'm a little bit afraid. I got to say this straight up. I know we're in the playoffs. I know we're there. But this team right here that we're playing have always been scaring me, and the Dodgers scare me too. But this team I thought was gone, St. Louis. And we're giving them back uh, something that they got all this uh, incentive and all this, uh, what do you want to say it, initiative uh, to just keep going. And I'm telling you what, you got to play different. You can't just keep playing the same kind of baseball. Sometimes you got to change up a little bit. Tonight, we just was blown out. But the other night, we weren't blown out. And the night before that, we weren't blown out. Now you need to start doing something, you know. Talking about uh, uh, what uh, I've been listening to you guys for a little bit uh, for the last couple of nights. And here's the thing, you know, talking about some people, we're talking about, uh, you know, maybe you got to bunt to get somebody over there. And I know nobody likes to hear nothing about bunting no more. But uh, you don't want to take the bat out of the man's hand, you know, when you got a good Paul Molitor. Used to shake a guy up. Nobody knew he was going to do that. But all of a sudden, bang, he's doing that drag bunt. And there he was on base. And, uh, I mean, I'm an older man. And I remember guys, I remember guys doing this stuff. 
even when the Milwaukee Braves were here doing this, Eddie Matthews of all the people in the world, the home run man, and he was he dragged that bunt down sometimes. The most beautiful thing that you ever saw. You got to try and do things different once in a while when you got to win. You got to try and make a change. You got to do something once in a while to shake something up. And I think this team right now, I hate to say it, I think right now they need to make a little bit of a change. I ain't worried about them with the pitching. I'm a little bit worried about them with their hitting. All right, Thomas, I appreciate it, and we appreciate your thoughts on it. I think this is where I kind of go back and forth because do you, like yesterday, do you, do you completely change the way you do things to try to scratch across a run, or do you say we as a team are at our best when we play the game this way, so what you do is you try to get back on that track. And I, for me, it's, it's the latter. I, um, I just This team is at its best when they're, when they're hitting, getting extra base hits, when they're scoring a lot of runs. But they, they've, run, they've won so many games this year by a lot of runs. That's, they're going to have to have the bats that way once the postseason gets here. If they start trying to scratch across a run here or a run there, they're probably going to lose a lot of those postseason games. You know, Matt, that's a great comment, Matt. And uh, Thomas, we like your call. Uh, I remember so well, Paul Mahler late in the ball game. you need a run. He'd lay that bunt down when he had the opportunity. I think that's one reason we called him the igniter. But, you know, I agree with with you I think you don't you don't alter the stuff that you've been successful with and I think what goes right along but what you were saying when you you could stay consistently and what you've done to be successful what happens all of a sudden you get those good at bats how many times have we seen this Brewer ball club put things together by having good at bats drawing a walk they all say walk is as good as a hit I'll tell you what there's a lot of times when that walk is as good mm-hmm. as a hit and proves well we've seen it in this in this series alone so I totally agree with you that's a great comment that I don't think you alter what you do I think you stay consistent and then all of a sudden you get a couple of breaks or you what you do is you earn your breaks and then all of a sudden as the bats get better and when the bats get better yeah everybody you just Get your base hits and keep the line moving, and that's when this club plays very well. I think stuff's going to click. I think stuff's going to click. And you know what? When stuff does click, I'm going to drop an I told you so on it. And if it doesn't click, I'll tell you I was wrong. 855-616-1620, the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. More in a moment, live at American Family Field on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley. Ready to go. Here it is. Arenado a smash. Fair down the left field line. Another run is going to score on what will be a double for Nolan Arenado. And the Cardinals lead this one 6-0. He came out of the game, by the way, with some back stiffness. If something goes wrong with, uh, with Arenado's back, all this momentum the Cardinals have might just going to the pooper i mean that's uh absolutely they 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 need him welcome back in to brewers extra innings that's former brewers pitcher jerry augustine i'm matt Pauly. if you want to join us 855-616-1620 the acunet mortgage talk and text line uh doug texting in said uh, i said a couple days ago this series would be telling me tells me st louis looks like uh, a team with a big lead the team is dangerous i can see a sweep tomorrow then the pressure will really start up Obviously, something is wrong with Yelich. Get him out of there. Doug and I have had battles all season long. (laughs) 
all season long. And one of my biggest issues with Doug, and one of the biggest areas that I completely disagree with him, is, man, if Doug was a general manager of a baseball team, guys who start the season in single A are going to be on the big league roster because everybody else is going to be gone. you got a bad week, and you're out of here. DFA, and we don't want anything to do with you. He has rolled through the entire roster at some point during the course of the season. I'm being, I'm being facetious when I say that. But, no, you don't get Yelich out of there. Yelich was walked to the, the other. Um, this team needs him. And if they lose in the postseason and he has a really bad postseason, okay, you, you went down with your guy. That's your guy. That's, we're not talking about somebody who has signed a one-year you know, minor league contract and made the team out of spring. We're talking about Christian Yelich. This is your guy. We saw him on a really good run for better than a month where he was just really, really doing a nice job at the plate. He's gone back into a lull. You, you go to battle with your guys, and Christian Yelich is one of your guys. You know, I used to always say it about Ryan Braun, and, and uh, we'll celebrate him on the, the last day on Sunday, but when you take Christian Yelich and you take any team in the major league level and you say, hey, would you, would, how, would, how would you feel about having Christian Yelich in your lineup? I don't think there's a lineup in baseball that would not love to have Christian Yelich. Wherever he's hitting, how he's hitting now, what he hit several years ago. I think this series he's hit several balls really hard, right on the nose, right at somebody, and he's putting some good swings on it. But he's one of those guys that in the lineup can make a difference just having him there. And I just think he's a big part of this ball club. And as we go along, I've said it from the middle of the season, he is going to play an extremely important role as we get in to the playoffs in the postseason. Alex is in Milwaukee. Hey, Alex, you're on WTMJ. Hey, good evening, guys. Thanks for taking the call. So I'm a I'm a born and raised Cardinal fan, Uh-oh. and uh, I've I've been right. Well, I've been telling my Brewer friends this week, like, you know, it's it's bad luck that the Cardinals needed to keep winning on the week that the Brewers uh, should clinch. And so my my general position is the Brewers are the best team in the division. They're one of the the two or three best teams in the National League. And I feel bad that, that the Brewers didn't get a chance to do it at home, but they're going to win the division, whether it's, you know, uh, Friday or Saturday or Sunday, and they deserve it. And, uh, you know, keep the faith and get right in the next two weeks. And the, what the Cardinals have done with this win streak is historic. And so it's sort of a statistical anomaly. And as a Cardinal fan, to be back in the race for, like, you know, the last couple of weeks of the season when I left them for dead um, has been a fun resurgence. So that's that's my call, and uh, appreciate it. All right, Alex. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the call. <laughs> Good, sane call right there. But he said historic. I think the Cardinals are they're three or four wins away now from their longest winning streak in franchise history. And you think about a franchise that's been around for a really long time that's, and has had a ton of success. Uh, that says something. He made some, Alex made some great comments, and the Brewers are. They're one of the top three or four teams in all of baseball, and, they, and they've proven their best team in this division. And I thought Alex put it right. You're looking at a Cincinnati or a, a St. Louis team now that they're, everything that they thought they needed to play well and to get in the playoffs is happening now. They're running on all those cylinders. Everything's going well in all phases of the game, but the Brewers are still the Brewers. They are a very good team. They're going to bounce back, and they are the best team in this division. The post-game comments of manager Craig Council next here on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Because of the Escobar error as Arenado hits one in the center. Kane's got to beat on that one, makes the catch, tagging and scoring as Goldschmidt. 7-0 St. Louis. 
another unearned run against this Brewers pitching staff. A couple errors tonight for the Brewers. Not good. Like, it just hasn't been clean here the last few days, and you give the credit, Cardinals credit, and just want to get this series over with. We'll see if the Brewers can salvage one tomorrow afternoon before St. Louis gets out of here. Brewers X ratings does continue here on WTMJ. Manager Craig Council spent some time uh, with the media a little while ago. Opened up talking about just the fact that uh, his team has gotten into some uh, some holes early in games. Uh, well, we 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 fell down. You know, we fell behind a lot by a lot early. Um, you know, we're down six nothing before we hit for the second time. So, you know, that's a that's a pretty big hole to dig out of. Craig, what do you think happened with Brett today? Just getting his feet back under him. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, we just, it just wasn't, wasn't crisp, unfortunately. I mean, you know, the ball that um, um, O'Neill hit was, you know, a ball. I got to give, kind of tip your cap on that ball up out of the zone. Um, you know, on the next inning, we, you know, the, the air by Escobar, unfortunately, you know, hurt us pretty good there. I don't, I don't know that that's double play, but if it's double play, that's a different inning. Um and then we just couldn't get the third out. Craig, ongoing theme's been the struggling offense. Um, this, do you need need one guy to break loose, or what do you think the answer is to just get the offense going at this point? Well, I mean, the, you know, you score runs by by you know up and down the lineup having tough at bats. Um, you got to string. We got to string together some hits. With that's you know we haven't done that. Um, no, I mean it's there's no secret on what offense is. We just we haven't we haven't done it um, over the past four or five days. So, you know we're we're, we're going to need to score more runs. Uh, I think that's that's pretty clear. Um, we will um, just just didn't do it again tonight. Craig, looking ahead, Brett talked about the next one. Does he stay in the rotation or with Monday's off day? Are there some options? We're we're going to worry about tomorrow's game. Um, and then figure that out, and we'll figure it out as we go here. Craig, considering the, the guys are playing coming out of Cleveland, has this taken you aback as manager? I mean, just, you know, how flat the team Well, look, I mean, I think, you know, we, you know, we can – we play a great series in Cleveland. Um, we haven't played well since. Um, we're a really good baseball team that, that's hit a little bump in the road. Um you know, you know, we don't want it to happen. It's never any fun when it happens. Um, but it's happened. We've hit a bump in the road. Um, we we got to respond to it. Um, and it's it's about playing good baseball. Um, you know, nobody's you know excited that we haven't played well here in the last four or five days. But um, we've we've still earned a, a pretty good road ahead of us. And I, and I think that's that's we're still sitting in a really nice spot. Uh, that that has not changed. Um, we, we've got to take advantage of it, um, but we hit a bump in the road, and 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 that still leaves us in a pretty darn good spot. Did Colton come out just because the game was on side, or did something happen to him? He's he's got a little hamstring tightness that we're just being careful with. Anything else, Craig? How big how big is the task tomorrow for a struggling offense against Wainwright? No, I mean I. You know, we, we got to, it's like, it's another game. It's the next game. It's the next challenge. Um, there's, there's a tough challenge in the big leagues every single day. Um, 
We've had some good games against him. He's pitched well against us. He's a good pitcher. Um, we got a good pitcher on the mound as well. So we'll we'll go after tomorrow. That's manager Craig Council speaking to the media just a little while. By the way, speaking of uh, managers, congratulations going out to uh, AAA Nashville manager Rick Sweet. Tonight he picked up uh, career win number 2,095. He is the 10th. He is now 10th all-time in minor league managerial wins. So Rick Sweet into the top 10. I got the chance to work with Rick a little bit when I was working in uh, in the minor leagues. And uh Great manager, great guy. Couldn't uh, you can't be uh, anything but happy for that uh, career accomplishment for the Brewers AAA manager. When we return, we'll go back to the game. Yeah, we got to do it. We'll go back through the game with the highlights. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Fly ball. This deep right. And this third deck. Holy smokes! Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Foley. 10-2, Brewers lose to the Cardinals pitching matchup today. Brett Anderson off the injured list to make the start for the Brewers. Miles Michaelis going for St. Louis. And it would be the Cardinals who would strike first in the top of the first inning with one out. Paul Goldschmidt gets a base hit. That brings up Tyler O'Neill. In the win column, swinging a fly ball, left center and deep, and St. Louis, as they have done and continue to do, on a two-run home run by Tyler O'Neill, lead this game 2-0 with one out in the opening inning. They are red hot, to say the least. Yes, they are, and they would continue to score runs in the second inning. The inning gets started when Edmundo Sosa walks. The next hitter is Harrison Bader. He reaches on a uh, technically a fielder's choice where there's an error on the play as well by Eduardo Escobar that allows uh, Sosa to get to second. It could it could have been a double play. No guarantee that it would have been. Miles Michaelis then puts down a bunt that allows the runners to move to second and third in front of Tommy Edmond. New sign, Anderson deals. Edmond sends one to right center. This one, warning track at the wall, leaping and caught again by Lorenzo Cain. He's down. He flips the ball to Abby Garcia, and two runs are going to score. Yeah, that's a weird play because it's it's an amazing catch, just a flat-out amazing catch uh, by Lorenzo Cain. But at the same time, two runs are scoring on a sacrifice fly. So a lot of good things happening on each side, I guess you can say. that's a, You don't see that happen very often. Paul Goldschmidt then gets a double. That brings up, once again, Tyler O'Neill. Here he comes. O'Neill lines one to left. It's going to be another base hit. Goldschmidt's going to score easily. Tyler O'Neill in the second base with an easy double and another run batted in. He owns three of the five tonight for St. Louis. And they're not done yet. Next hitter is Nolan Arenado. Ready to go. Here it is. Arenado a smash. Fair down the left field line. Another run is going to score on what will be a double for Nolan Arenado. And the Cardinals lead this one 6 nothing. Yeah, you hear the boos. That would be it for Brett Anderson. John Del Gustave comes in, gets out of the inning. Brewers did not have a hit until the third inning. That's when Lorenzo Cain came to the plate. 
Sent back down to the minor leagues today. That one line drive, and it's going to be down and past Harrison Bader. Kane hustling. He's headed for two, and he is going to be in with a sliding double. The ball gets away from the second baseman, but Molina back in the play up. It'll be a bloop double for Lorenzo Kane. First hit of the game for the Brewers. But they can't do much with it. In the fourth inning, the Cardinals would get another run on the board. Paul Goldschmidt hit by pitch. Tyler O'Neill reaches on fielder's choice where there's also a throwing air. Nolan Arnato hits a sacrifice fly. It scores Goldschmidt, and it makes it 7-0. Brewers would get on the board in the fifth inning. It all gets started with Omar Narvaez. And the pitch. Omar lines one to right. Fair in the corner. Should be in there for an extra base hit. It will be. And in the second base with a leadoff double, Omar Narvaez. Next hitter, Luis Urias. This one hit in the air to shallow right. Going to be trouble. Falling for a base hit. Omar Narvaez ran through a stop sign, and he's going to score. Jason Lane was holding him up as he hit third base, but he kept on running and scored without a play. So it makes it 7-1 going into the sixth inning. In the seventh inning, the Cardinals would get another uh, run as uh, things would get started with a Dylan Carlson base hit. A wild pitch moves him to second. A flyout moves him to third. And then he scores courtesy of Harrison Bader. Bader line drive, fair inside the bag at third. Bader's got another hit. He'll have an extra base hit as Yelich finally gets to the baseball and throws it in. It's a double for Harrison Bader. He is two for four. It's now eight to one St. Louis. Miles Michaelis coming up. Brewers get that run back in the bottom of the seventh thanks to uh, the leadoff hitter in the inning of Isayel Garcia. Swing and a fly ball deep center. Back on it, Bader. Still back. Warning track wall gone. Avi Garcia, home run number 29. It's 8-2. Cardinals put the exclamation point on the game in the eighth inning against Hunter Strickland. Tommy Edmond gets a base hit, goes to second on a wild pitch, and then Paul Goldschmidt is standing in. Goldschmidt sends this one to left center. It is going to be a two-run home run and way, way out of here for Goldschmidt. That was a breaking ball or a changeup, and he waited back, and he got it off. Let's finish the highlight segment on a fun one. It's a 10-2 game. Position player pitching for the Brewers, Jace Peterson. Oh, yeah, Omar Narvaez playing at second base. First hitter that Peterson faces off against is Edmundo Sosa. Two-strike delivery, swing and a miss. He went back to number one and struck him out. You don't sit 77 and then hit something at 85. No way. (laughs) 10 to the final. That's how it finishes off. Cardinals with the win go to 82 and 69. Brewers drop to 91 and 61. Winning totals for St. Louis. 10 runs, 15 hits, no errors. They leave nine for the Brewers. Two runs, four hits, two errors. They leave three. Winning pitcher Michaelis, he's two and two. Anderson, the loss, he's four and nine. Home runs, O'Neal is 29th, Goldschmidt is 27th for the Cardinals, for the Brewers, Avisael Garcia hitting his 29th. Game lasting two hours and 57 minutes, played in front of a crowd of 29,635 folks. Brewers come up short, they lose to St. Louis 10-2. We'll preview the series finale, we'll do that next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. 
It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Brewers come up short as they lose to the Cardinals today 10-2. Really thought it was going to work out perfectly. Clinch a playoff berth against the Cubs and then uh, punch their t- not punch their ticket, but win the division against the Cardinals. Now, in all, but you know what? They play the Cardinals again, so I guess technically that could still happen. But I would, I would think that the Brewers are going to clinch the division in all likelihood this weekend against the Mets. But it's not; it is not a guarantee at this point. Uh, and then they'll finish out the regular season on the road for the final week. Looking around the National League and other games impacting playoff races, Dodgers in a little bit of trouble right now. They are losing in Colorado to the Rockies, ten five. That game in the bottom of the eighth inning. Braves rolling over the Diamondbacks, 6-1 in the eighth inning. Giants have a 3-0 lead on the Padres. That's notable, especially with what the Dodgers are doing. Phillies beat the Orioles by a 4-3 score. The uh, Reds and Pirates were postponed today. So the divisional races in uh, the National League. Braves have a a 2.5 game lead on the Phillies. That will go to 3 if they complete that win against the Diamondbacks. Brewers lead over the Cardinals at 8.5 and and in the West. Giants lead the Dodgers by 1 if everything continues the way it's playing out right now. The Giants will have a two-game lead, although the Padres right now do have the bases loaded in the bottom of the fifth. doesn't look like there's any outs, so maybe the Padres are going to make a a little bit of noise here before all is said and done. In the wild-card race, the Cardinals uh, hold that second wild-card now by four and a half games over the Reds and the Phillies, and uh, the Padres are five and a half back, so they'll be five or six, depending on uh, what happens in this game against the Giants. Brewers and Cardinals set to wrap up this four-game series coming up tomorrow here at American Family Field. It is an afternoon contest. The pitching matchup, Adrian Hauser will go for the Brewers. Right-hander comes in with a 9-6 and record, a 3.43 ERA. He will be opposed by Adam Wainwright. The right-hander is 16-7 and with a 2.89 ERA. So uh, the Brewers will try to salvage a game in the series and get that magic number down to 1. Uh, 110 first pitch. Our coverage will begin at 1235. I'll talk to you coming up tomorrow night, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock for uh, Brewers Weekly. Look forward to talking to you again. Once again, Brewers lose today by a 10-2 score. Brewers will try to win the game in the series tomorrow afternoon here on WTMJ.